0: It's 9 o'clock in time once again for The Way of the Cross. Here's Alvin Loggins. Good morning, radio friends. What a joy and a privilege it is to come back to your place of listening with this gospel broadcast. I welcome you today, and I hope and pray it'll be a wonderful day for you, for me, for your family, for my family, for everyone out there today. I know the Lord has a blessing for And I know that the Lord can break through our hearts and enter into our lives and change us today and make us a new creature and help us and strengthen us in the hour of need today. But just a moment, call a friend, a neighbor, tell them that the way of the cross broadcast is on the air. Have them to join with us today as we worship together around the Word of God. Well, it's the Lord's Day, as I do from week to week. I encourage God's people to get up this morning and make their way to the Lord's house, and I hope you're already making preparations to go and to be in the Lord's house again today. It's such a wonderful day, and neighbor, these days will be over pretty soon, and I believe that the Lord's coming real soon, and uh, neighbor, we need to go to the house of God. Find your place in the Lord's house, and let it be a blessing to you and to others, and support the man of God today. It'll be a wonderful blessing in your life and in your heart today. Well, it's prayer time again on the broadcast, as we do from week to week. We go to the Lord in prayer at this time, and uh, I want us to have a special prayer today, Tony, uh, I forgot his last name, but he has got cancer. They've turned him over to the hostage, and uh, I misplaced his last name. I'm sorry. And uh, he went to our church. He's a good man, a good Christian man, and uh, that cancer, that cursive cancer, The Lord's going to take care of that stuff in the end. It's going to be gone, and uh, the Lord's looking after him. He's going to take him over real easy, and uh, we need to pray for him and his family, pray for his children, pray that the Lord will take and comfort them at this hour, but I want you to pray for him, and then I have some other special requests that people has made that we need to pray about. And then uh, I'll ask you to pray for the broadcast. Please pray for the broadcast, that the Lord's will will be done. And uh, pray for Brother Mike in the station. Pray for these men of God that's come on before us, those that will come on after us. You pray for my family, I'll pray for yours. Please pray for the men of God today, that the Lord will bless them and use them to help us today. Now, you join with us as we pray together and look to the throne of grace. Dear Heavenly Fathers, we bow before thee again this day. It is so wonderful that a person like me that's lost and undone without God, that you came down and saved me by your grace. And I'm able to call upon the holy name of God today. I know that you hear and answer our prayers today. Lord, I know that we're not wasting our time in prayer. Our Heavenly Father hears us every day that we live. Lord, you know the burden of our hearts today. We'd like great miracles to happen. We'd like things to take place in our family's life. we like to see the sick in our family just, taking, uh, just raised off the bed of affliction in a moment. But we never know the 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 deepness of God's will that's behind those. We just have to be, be faithful to you, and trust you with our faith. But I pray you'd strengthen our faith today, and Lord, strengthen our hope in our heart. Help those that are sick out there today and afflicted. Please bless the broadcast and meet the needs of all you people. Save someone today that's lost and without God. And Lord, I want to bless your name for saving my great grandbaby this week. I bless your holy name for singing, saving Roy Sanders. I bless your holy name. Thank you for what you've done in my family and for answering my prayer. In Jesus' holy and blessed name, we do humbly pray. Amen and amen. Now, here's our song for the week. And we'll be right back to speak to you from the Word of God.
1: Sometimes we're Eden's bound.
0: Isn't that wonderful, that precious song, how wonderful it is and precious to know that we're being led by the hand of the Lord Jesus. God's Holy Spirit is living within us, around us, talking to us, speaking to us, keeping us comforted, moving the things out of the way out of our life, helping us over the bad times, comforting our hearts. Happiness day by day, how wonderful it is for God's people that God is leading us. For our scripture today, turn with us to the book of Hebrews, chapter 2. We're going to read the first eight verses, verse 9 verses. Therefore we are to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time we should let them slip. For if the words were spoken by the angels were steadfast in every transgression, disobedient received the recompense of reward, how shall we escape if we neglect so great a salvation which was first begun to be spoken by the Lord and was confirmed unto us by them that heard him? God also bearing him witness both with signs and wonders and with divers miracles and gifts, of the Holy Ghost according to their own will. For unto the angels has he not put into subjection the world the come whereof we speak, but one in a certain place testifying, saying, What is man that thou art mindful of him, or the son of man that thou visited him? Thou madest him a little lower than the angels. Thou crownest him with glory and honor and didst set him over the works of thy hand. Thou hast put all things under subjection under his feet. For in them he put all under subjection under him. He left nothing that is not put under him but now we see not only all things put under him, but we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angel for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that he, by the grace of God, should taste death for man. What a wonderful, wonderful, blessed truth out of the Word of God. How wonderful it is to look into the book of Hebrews and uh, see the sacrificial bloodline of the Lord Jesus and what he did. In verse 1, it said, Thy forth We ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard, lest at any time... We should let them slip. I want to speak about some things that we have heard. Now, in verse 9, it said, but we see Jesus. Now, all the days of my life, and I'm sure that maybe you and I, that some people that are my age and uh, coming to my age that used to go to Sunday school, And uh, as a little one, we heard about Jesus even when we were just toddlers and we've been taught about Jesus all of our life. And uh, we have known about the Heavenly Father. We have known about heaven. We have known about hell. We have known about a lot of things. And then it seemed like as life goes along, that uh, we forget about those things memory gets lost time gets mixed up with truth and we get all mixed up but uh it said uh, therefore we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest we let them slip i mean uh, neighbor listen but he said we see jesus I mean, neighbor. I wonder as we look at the Scripture today, I want us to look through the Scripture and just see what we have lost. Now listen, Paul was testifying about the condition of man, one through four. And then Paul talked about the st- status of angels, verse 5. And then Paul talked about the status of uh. Talked about the position of Jesus, verse 7. And he talked about the state of man, verse 6. And then he talked about the condition of creation, verse 8. Now in verse 9, I want us to notice the descendants as we look at Jesus. But we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death crowned with glory and honor that by the grace of God should taste death with every man. He was a human descendant. Verse 11, For both he that sanctified and they who are sanctified are all in one, for which cause he is not ashamed to cause them brethren. Verse 16, For verily he took not on himself the nature of angels, but he took on himself the seed of Abraham, and you know that brings comfort and peace to my heart today. Jesus had a body just like mine. He thought just like I did. He hurt just like I did. He got hungry just like I did. He was a human. He had to. He had to be a human. He got tired. He got hungry. He got thirsty. He battled the same thing. He battled the devil face to face. I don't know where I could handle, I don't know where I could stand up to the devil face to face. I'm not important, but Jesus was real important. But you better believe the devil will come face to face to somebody real important. I'm not important, but I've been important to God, and he has given me some battles. And uh, I've felt the powers of the sin that, of Satan, I mean real bad. But you know, since I got saved, I got somebody on my side. that has been a pleading my innocence, and he's been right there. I mean, there's a hedge around me, and there's a hedge around God's people. But that don't stop him from throwing rocks across the fence. Probably his old preacher said, "I don't know any truth about that or not," but it's a good saying. There's a lot of ways that he gouges us. But uh, Jesus was a. He he had, the, he had the human form. He, he was just like me. And the devil took him up on that mountain up there, and he took him up there, and Jesus had fasted 40 days before he faced that powerful, that fallen angel, that devil. And neighbor, he had to take him through that trial, but Jesus really suffered through that trial. He knew what we'd have to suffer through. He had to conquer the devil in sin for you and for me we are to give the we to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip have we let let slip the truth about God's son have we have we let it slip through our fingers how Jesus came a human being and he suffered such a great great uh, def- uh, trial and such a great tragedy for the human race. Jesus knows your condition. they not a man on this earth that'll stand at the great white throne judgment and say, God, you're a liar. There's not one. His own life will, will, will prove him guilty. Jesus is there as close as the word comes off your lip. He's there for help. He's there for need. Not the way you might want it, but the way God wants it to be. And listen, he was, he, he was a human descent, and then he, he was a humble descent. Verse 10, let me look at the scripture. For it became him for whom and all things, and by whom are all things, it bringeth many sons unto the glory to make their captive of their salvation perfect through suffering. Through his suffering, through his humble survey, suffering, through his humble sur- suffering, he brought salvation to you and me. Jesus was the most humble person. The Bible said, "There is there is, Humble yourself therefore under the mighty hand of God, a neighbor, he will exalt you in due time. There is something about special about the humbleness in the eyes of the Lord when, when God's people humble themselves to them. I really believe when you get born into God's family, you literally got to die. You got to humble yourself. If you humble yourself and say, God, I'm guilty. I was in a position one time, and I reckon I was the only one that was guilty out of about 500 people. I was the only one, nobody guilty. But neighbor, I was guilty. You get guilty. Neighbor, the Lord can have mercy upon you. And the Lord Jesus was a humble, he was a human man, and then he was a heavenly descent. Only heaven could do this great plan of God. Listen, I I I don't I don't know what you think about think about the Bible. I don't know what you think about the Lord, but uh, somewhere deep in your heart, somewhere deep in your heart, they they something planted. I mean, every time you see the church with a cross above the top of it, that's planted in your heart. Every time you hear a an old gospel song, I mean a one that's come from heaven, one that's born down the fires of God. Every time you hear that, that's planted in there. That tells you something. That tells you something. All of that, all those churches, all of those old preachers, all the preachers of this Bible that's wrecked through the storms of life and through time, wars, destruction, Everything the devil can throw at it is still here, and it's still today the bestseller in the world. This Bible here today, this wonderful Word of God, is a descendant from straight out of the portals of heaven today. And neighbor, what you have in your heart and what you have, those little things that you have in there about the church, the songs, the preaching, the things you heard about Jesus, that is straight from heaven today today. But we see Jesus, who was made a little lower than the angels for the suffering of death, crowned with glory and honor, that by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Neighbor, there will not be a man on this top side of this earth, or a woman or no one else will ever accuse God of not making a way. He's got the way. He said, I'm the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father except by me. He is the way. He's the easy way. Every way in the world. I've watched people, and I've watched other play people and other other things. And uh, I, I watch. I, I I I get confused sometimes about sometimes. And I I watched this program back years ago, and uh, I think it was. A Reader's Digest program or something like that, and uh, it was in uh, Mongolia, I believe, or someplace like that, that this uh, monk, this monk, it, 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 just, it just really, really confused me, and I couldn't believe he uh, went for about 20 years or, or 10 years or five years or two years or something. I don't. It was a long time. He crawled on his knees for miles and miles and miles to get to that temple. And then that would sanctify him. That would cleanse him by crawling all of those miles. And uh, neighbor, uh, it broke my heart. It, it It just rung in my mind that a man would try to do that to cleanse himself. And uh, I know a lot of people has tried to do that. I've even tried to do that myself. I, I hadn't got on my knees and uh, crawled for days trying to cleanse myself, but I have. I've, been, I've done it in many other fashions and forms. But uh, the thing which I'm trying to get to here today, that uh, there is some a fountain. There's a fountain that's made by Jesus. If you could see Jesus, but we see Jesus who was made a little lower than the angel, crammed with glory and honor that by the grace of God should taste death for every man. Jesus crawled those miles for you. He suffered those miles for you. He's the one that took those miles. He's the one that took those punishments. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have learned, lest at any time we should let them slip. What, what is happening to the life of people today? Have we let the Bible slip through our hands? Have we let the truth slip through our hands? The joy and the peace and the love of God that's in this truth of this word of God can be given to the people today to know the joy and the freedom that's in the Lord Jesus and God Almighty, knowing that he loves them and cares for them, that God wants them to repent and turn and be saved by his wonderful grace today. Repent or burn, how awful that would be today. Neighbor, how do you see the Lord Jesus today? Surely, Something in your heart that God has planted there. You haven't been blind all of your life. I wonder, could you hold on to that wonderful thing that God has placed in your heart in your heart, and in your mind? Maybe Christians out there ought to wake up, especially in this wicked day that we're living in today. Therefore, we ought to give the more earnest heed to the things which we have heard lest at any time we should let them slip. I mean, neighbor, have we let them all slip today? Is, uh, is uh, wrong right and right wrong again? I mean, is it, is it come to pass? Is what Jesus died for, the suffering he went through? I mean, neighbor, is it, is it uh, wrong? Is what Jesus did, was it wrong? all that suffering and everything that he died to to cleanse us from our sin, was it wrong? I wonder what has happened and what's going to happen to the human race. God said, unless you repent, you will all likewise perish. What are you still holding in your heart? Have you let everything go today? Have uh, ever speck of light and hope in your heart is it faded? Is it fading or is there something you can grab a hold of? The Bible said in verse 9, but we see Jesus. Have you thought this for a moment to turn around and take a look at him? He's the loving one. He loves you more than he loved anything in this whole wide world. He loved you enough to die for you. And then he gave his life for you. Can you find a better, better friend? There's no friend greater than that one that lay down his life and give it to his friend. That's what he did for you. He loves you. He gave his life for you. And neighbor, he wants you to live forever. Why don't you today look to Jesus and find him? He'll help you, and he'll love you, and he'll care for you and save you by his grace. My time's gone. My day is spent. God bless you as I prayer. in Jesus' name until next week. Amen amen. 75 Glory FM, your family radio station in North Georgia.